Welcome to the After Two Beers podcast. I'm Dutch Dalton, joined as always by Kimmy Gibbler. That's me. Gibbler, we are going to record a uh, an abbreviated version of the show tonight. Just because Re- we miss everybody. Yeah, it's been a minute since we've done the show. I feel like we start every show this way. It's been a minute. <laughs> and uh, We're slackers. We suck. It's fine. Now, you know, the truth is this is the start of our fifth year. And it just sometimes it it got to feeling like a job, right? You know, and uh, I think I just needed to step back and and take a break for a minute. And I think we're good now. All right, we got yeah. the creative juices reamped. Yeah. Now, as they say, well done is better than well said. So we have to make sure we keep doing this. Okay. Yeah. That's on me more than anybody else. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? Before we get started, I want to make sure we thank our buddy Kevin Shook, who continues to uh, put up with our constant canceling and things like that to allow us to record these shows. So thank you very much to Kevin. And uh, thanks to everyone that still, for some reason, is still supporting us on Patreon. I uh, They just I, don't know how to cancel. <laughs> you know what it is? Once you sign up for something, you never know like what you're actually paying for. It's like the gym. You actually have to come in to, yeah. to cancel. Yeah. Some of the people that are following us are like, oh, it's probably my only fans charge, so I'll just <laughs> let that one go. <laughs> but in all seriousness, uh, we are back from the holidays, and uh, we are ready to start 2023. Um, I'm not a resolution guy. I've, I don't, are you a resolution gal? No. Nope, nope. And uh, I'll tell you why. It's because they never stick. Yeah, so what's the point, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it needs to be a constant <laughs> change anyway, but yeah. Yeah. Nope. What's the point of starting every year off? You can't do it as just a New Year's thing. You need to do it as a, a year-round thing, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. 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 Why, why would you want to start the year off with failure? <laughs> right off the bat. Right? <laughs> you know? Hey, look what I'm going to fail Day to do. Day two, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, we have chatted. We're going to make sure we record the show. We're going to try to do weekly again up until probably May. As the weather, and then we'll take the summer off as we've talked, and then you know go back into the fall. The concept, the um, the premise of the show is basically going to stay the same. I think we're going to do the the giblets, and uh, we will do some funny news, and we'll just keep doing what we do. That sounds good. Now, what I'd like to do is mix in some live appearances in twenty twenty three. So uh, if you have an establishment, we used to travel and do these. We've traveled as far as North Carolina. So uh, if you're listening to the show and you'd like us to come do one of these, uh, by all means, let us know. We'll be more than happy to do it. Uh, we've also had multiple guests on the show, raving, you know, from, ranging from people here in town, in our community here in Richmond, Indiana, and uh, all the way up to uh, people that have won some pretty big awards. Yeah. So, you know, if you want us to do interviews again, let us know. I want this show to be not just about you and I. But, but we, what entertains everybody that's yeah. actually listening. I, I And I'm going to put it on everybody else. You have to send us a message this year. Yes. Please. That's going to be your New Year's resolution. Yes. Just drop us a line and say, I dig this, I dig that. If uh, Kim got a new co-host, that'd be cool. Like, <laughs> Whatever I you, doubt it's if anybody's going, no, I guarantee no, it's probably no, me. No, so anyway, uh, we would greatly appreciate any kind of feedback you can give us. Go to aftertwobeers.com and uh, you can fill out messages and send them to us, and we'll be glad to answer those. That's right. So, before we get started, 
or I guess wrap it up. This is kind of a, uh, <laughs> yeah, basically the same thing. It's like, you know, a disappointing <laughs> night in the bedroom. <laughs> and we're going to start gonna have, and wrap gonna it up. We're going to listen to Gibbler talk for two minutes, and then we're going to be done. <laughs> Uh, are you a talker? <laughs> I mean, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Give me an example of what you said. Oh, hell no. Yeah, no. No? It's no. like, oh, you're Justin Fields. <laughs> <laughs> Run down my middle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, that's old school after two beers. That's right. That's the original version. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I, uh, we, make sure you check out our webpage. Uh, you can go to our social media pages too, and um, but without further ado, I think it's time for us to do the giblets. We're gonna do the giblets. Yes, we'll see how entertaining it is. Well, you know what? It's uh, if if it doesn't work out, we can always talk about what you say in bed. So, <laughs> okay, let's get started. <laughs> All right, here we go. So I figured with it being New Year's that we should talk about some facts about New Year's. All right, sounds great. Right. Okay, so did you know there's over 50 tons of trash left in Times Square after New Year's Eve celebration? Oh, I believe it. About 3,000 pounds of that is confetti. Oh, really? Can you imagine 3,000 pounds of confetti? Yeah. Actually, you know what? I uh, I was fortunate enough to attend Mardi Gras in New Orleans. Oh, can you imagine how much that is? Well, I've seen the pictures of it, and I've been there, and the, I got sprayed <laughs> with one of the cleaners that was coming by. True story. Like, they clean it. It's very efficient how they clean it, and it's impressive. Like, the end of the parade is actually the cleaner trucks? Oh, yeah, and it's legit. And they're, they're I mean, it's, it's, a, it's the, there's a picture of a front loader that's probably, it's full of just beads. Oh, wow. The beads, yeah. Here's something gross. <laughs> like, you can buy beads and toss them. And uh, but you can also just pick them up off the ground and throw them in the air, and people will still get just as excited. And and they've got they've got pee pee beads. Oh, they've got more (laughs) than that. Have you ever been to New Orleans? I've never been to New Orleans. Bourbon Street, without question, and I mean this sincerely, is the worst smelling street I've ever been on in my life. That's what I've heard. It smells like raw sewage. There's like puddles where there's just green fluid in them. I swear to God. I'm not exaggerating. If I can give you one piece of advice, if you watch our show or listen to it, this is the one piece of advice I can give you that is 100% true. Never wear open-toe shoes or flip-flops if you're going on <laughs> Bourbon Street. Is that what you did? No, no, oh. I didn't. I At night, during the day, you can drive your car on it. Okay. And it's the wildest thing in the world because there'll be like a, a bar, a bar, a strip club, a bar, strip club, <laughs> and there's families that are walking down the street. And outside the strip club are women that are wearing a thong and just tassels. <laughs> just like, hey, come on in. It's 2 o'clock. Might as well. We've st- got a good buffet. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> and then at night, they shut it down, and they patrol it with horses. And there's just horse shit everywhere. <laughs> I swear to you. Horse and, shit. And you watch people walking along just stepping in it. And, oh, man. Oh, yeah. But other than that, it's Dropping cool beads city. in it and then tossing the beads. Oh, it's the truth. Shout out to my, uh, my buddies, uh, Brad Wilson and I. We went down there and we ran out of beads. And you just, people were excited about 10 cent beads. <laughs> <laughs> and you just chuck them in the air that you pick up off the ground, and they get excited. 
It's like chumming for sharks. How many babies did you see? Boobs? <laughs> There's a lot of boobs. A lot of boobs. Yeah. But, and that's the wildest part about it, right? Like, if you go to the parades, the parades are very family-friendly. But Bourbon Street at night, it Not. is literally... Well, first of all, it's uh, it's about, I don't know, let's say six blocks long. Okay. And it's normal width of a, a city street, and it is literally arm to arm. So if you don't do well in crowds, I would highly suggest you stay away. Okay. And then not to mention, you may be stepping in horse feces, <laughs> and people puking, and I, <laughs> they have a, a drink they, they sell. I don't know why. This has become like a New Orleans show That's now. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> and uh, they, it's uh, the Hurricane. Okay. And they sell them everywhere. And I bought one off a guy, and he just opens up like a big igloo cooler and just dips the cup down in it. <laughs> the guy basically had like a hairy buffalo that he was just transporting from place to place. He might have just peed with that same hand. He might have. Well, <laughs> he might have peed in the cooler. It, it was really a hairy <laughs> buffalo. Uh, so anyways, so yeah, I'm familiar with lots of trash. Lots of confetti, <laughs> lots of confetti, trash. Ten minutes later, we're back right. on. That's yeah. fine, that's fine. But we're going to continue on the whole confetti thing because this one I did not know. So the confetti that's dropped in Times Square actually holds secret messages. So really? Yeah. It's thousands of people's wishes written on them. In 2015, wish Fetty became a part of the tradition. People write their wishes for the new year and submit them to the wish wall in Times Square or online, and then those wishes are turned into the confetti that falls. I'm just picturing a kid pick one up and go, Mom wants a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently this guy's wishing for a blowjob. Is this Whatever. like when Daddy wants a new job? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I'd love to see what some of those things are. Right, because you have no idea who all writes in. Right, exactly. Oh, man, I want to create some of my own. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's an interesting fact. I thought it was pretty interesting. Yeah. All right, so continuing on on the New Year's thing. So many Brazilians welcome the New Year at the beach. That makes sense. It's summertime there. Yeah, it's considered good luck to make seven wishes while jumping seven waves. Seven waves? Seven waves. Oh. Like I'm in like, the water. How many different ways can you jump? <laughs> So you can count on a good New Year's beach party down there. So, yeah. Oh, you know who probably came up with that one? Sharks. Sharks. <laughs> I thought maybe it's Brazilian, so they're just trying to show off their waxing. Uh, maybe. That's, <laughs> a defi- that's definitely an interesting way to jump. It's just def- definitely just a different way. You. Yeah. <laughs> um, so in Denmark on New Year's Eve, it's considered good luck if you hear plates breaking. So the Danes hold a tradition of throwing plates at the front door of family and friends' homes to welcome good fortune for the new year. Oh, my God. You get to go vandalize your family? So if you find, like, a large pile of broken china at your door, it's considered lucky because it means you have lots of loyal friends. Oh, my God. I want to Or it means your wife is leaving you. Can can you imagine being the first person in the United States to start this? Could you imagine just moving there and you're from the United States and you don't know about it and all of a sudden you're like, what the shit's this going on? I've got a bunch of plates broken at my door. Our neighbors hate me. Oh, you would buy bad <laughs> t- dishes on purpose. Just Right. Like, I want to do this. Right? I kind of want to be like, hey, good luck. <laughs> Makes no sense. <laughs> I None of these make sense. All right. Yeah, that one. All right. That That's one. a good one. But anyway, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, and then we we touched on this a little bit that most New Year's resolutions aren't taken too seriously. Nearly eighty percent of resolutions at the beginning of the year are forgotten by February. Oh, I I agree with that. Eighty percent. Eighty percent. Yeah, I believe that. So why make them at this point? I don't know. It makes you feel good for a couple of days. So you're telling me there's a chance. So you're saying <laughs> right. Um. So the first Times Square New Year's, it was actually thrown for the newspaper. So it's actually started when the New New York Times building opened in 1904. Oh. Yeah. Over 200,000 people attended then. And then the ball drop actually started in 1907. Yeah. they. Yeah. So all these people showed up. Just for a big old party. They had nothing. That shows you just how boring life was in 1904. <laughs> right? <laughs> a ball being lowered on a flagpole was a safer bet. But yeah. And the only times that they have not done it was during World War II. Yeah. Okay. Since then. Yeah. World War One. they're like, screw it, let's party. Right. No, they're like, World War Two. okay. We probably ought to take a couple moments of silence. <laughs> there probably weren't very many people there. <laughs> right. Um. So, do you know what the ball is made of? Crystals. Waterford crystals. Yeah. Yeah, it's Waterford crystals and aluminum. It's actually, it's made of 2,688 crystal triangles and has over 32,000 lights. What it, was it cost, you know? Uh, it doesn't show the, the cost of it, but Is, I'm sure that uh, Waterford have their name on it, probably did some donations and such. But Is it the same ball every year? No, it's made up every new year. Every, like it's a new um, like figuration of the triangles every year. So what happens to the old ones? They're just I don't know. They're just sitting somewhere in a factory. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I it would have to be a pretty big factory because they're pretty big. Yeah, yeah. Some big balls. Big balls. ACDC have... used to sing about those balls, right? <laughs> so <laughs> in other areas, though, where they don't drop balls. <laughs> so like in Miami, yeah, they actually bring in the New Year with a big orange. It's called Mister Neon. Is it so a giant orange it's drops? A thirty-five foot sunglass clad metal fruit. It's been a tradition for over thirty years. <laughs> That's big fruit. That's big fruits. <laughs> in Key West, Florida, a drag queen descends in a shoe. Oh my god, that's freaking amazing! Isn't that awesome? So, like, seriously, it's a the female impersonator named Sushi is lowered from a bar rooftop in a giant red high heeled shoe. Oh, I want to go. Been happening <laughs> since nineteen ninety six. I would rather do that than Times Square, right? Oh my gosh! Wouldn't that be awesome that to go would to Key be West awesome. for New Year's next I, year? I would love to see the wishes that come out of that confetti. <laughs> <laughs> now those definitely would have some blowjobs in them. No, so, that, like um, Mobile, Alabama, three hundred fifty pound electronic moon pie. That's a big pie. That's a big old moon pie. Yeah. I don't know where the RC Cola one is. Is it dumping in milk? I don't. That I don't know. It just says that it, it's a three hundred pound. 350-pound electronic moon pie. Oh, my gosh. And then Hershey, Pennsylvania, they drop a giant kiss. That makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. And then it says other Pennsylvania towns have traditions that play off their names. Like in Mechanicsburg, they drop a big wrench. Oh, okay. In Dillsburg, they drop a pickle. That makes sense. It's a big old pickle. <laughs> <laughs> With two crystal balls at the bottom. Right. It's like, anyway. Uh, if you're dropping a pickle, you might as well drop... Miles will drop the ball. Why, <laughs> why don't we <laughs> drop something in Richmond, Indiana? What are we going to drop? I don't know. A bag of dog food. There's so many dog food manufacturers Right, that's now. true. A big giant dog. A right. rose. A big stethoscope because, you know, we have a hospital that has uh, that's our leading 
employer. I don't know. Like, what do you drop? I don't know. We need something. Like, I feel like we should have some type of a ball drop. I, I agree. I absolutely agree. I don't. Where will we drop it from? Probably down in Elstro Plaza. Yeah, just drop something. I don't know. Maybe we should plan something. Like, how about a big snowball? Ooh, big piano. Ooh, I like it. Record? Yep. How about a big record? A big record. I love it. I. This is where we need people to f- give us suggestions. Yes, absolutely. I would love to know the people that listen to this show what they think we should drop on top of our city on New Year's Eve. Like countdown and then drop something. Oh, yeah. That'd be awesome. Big old lighted. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. All right. Okay, maybe just a couple more here. All right. So, um, uh, Americans drink around 360 million glasses of sparkling wine on New Year's. I want to, here's one I want to know, and this is legit. I want to, how many DUIs are, are on New Year's Eve? Well, did you know, and I, I would really like to look into this one. It actually says AAA offers free rides home. Really? Don't worry about surge pricing. If, you haven't ha- if you've had too much to drink on New Year's Eve and other holidays, AAA in most states offers free rides home to people who've had one too many flutes of champagne to drive. What if you are like at the Reds game in Cincinnati? And you, you think AAA will work? <laughs> call them like, I need to get back to Richmond. <laughs> you can probably get to a hotel. I don't uh, know that they'll get you back to Richmond. Damn, well, damn details. All right. So do you remember what you were wearing New Year's Eve? Um, probably sweatpants, t-shirt. What underwear were you wearing? (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell Amanda. Nope, here it is. So, in Italy, wearing red underwear is considered lucky. Really? Yeah. So, wearing red underwear on New Year's will supposedly bring good fortune in the coming year. It's also considered the color of fertility. So, for those hoping to conceive, it's considered double lucky. Oh, God, that'd be the opposite of luck for me at this point. Well, that's true. (laughs) It also means that you'd have a... Have to go back to the doctor and be like, what the hell did you do? Speaking of red <laughs> underwear, I remember one time seeing Pete Rose with red underwear. And what? They, uh, exactly. And the only reason I know he was wearing red underwear is because he was wearing extremely white pants. That, white see-through. Oh, my gosh. He was the grand marshal at a race in, in Kentucky. Wearing red underwear oh, and white pants. Oh, yes. absolutely, Just shining through. He's red through and through. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So... Did you see that he uh, placed? He was the fir- one of the first ones to place a bet. Yeah, yeah, it's dumb shit like that. <laughs> I that, know that's the reason he's not in the Hall of Fame. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. You were gonna go there. Uh, all right, you got so okay. New Year's is terrifying for children in Akita, Japan. Really? How yes. so? So there's a local tradition called Namahaj where grown men dress up like demons to scare children into behaving for their parents. They go from house to house yelling things like, are there any crybabies at home or are naughty kids around? Look at this guy's mask. Holy shit. Right? Like, I would be scared. Oh, my God. I'm a grown-ass adult. Oh, my God. Are there any crybabies? Are there any crybabies at home? Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. They need something like that for adults. That's what the movie The Purge is about. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and the last one. So, let it out. Superstition dictates that at midnight on New Year's Eve, all doors to the house must be opened to assist the old year in finding its way out. 
until the old year leaves, then the new year will be unable to come in. Yeah, this works great unless you live in a shitty neighborhood. <laughs> right? <laughs> then you've got, like, everybody's neighborhood cat is inside Oh, your I was house. thinking about somebody coming in and stealing your shit. Oh, shit. But, My dogs would just be running loose. They're like, ooh, the door's open. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the sound you make. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what, Gibbler. I'm going to... We can, we're going to finish up with some news okay. and then uh, we'll come back next week and, and, and we'll be right back at it. I want to see comments. I'd love to see some yes, comments. Yes, please comment. So far, the only comment we've got is from our buddy, Josh Ponder, who says, do you want to see my balls? <laughs> and uh, sure, buddy, just send us a picture. <laughs> you can just throw it in the comments. Let's not. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right. So, um. I was going through and I was trying to find some news stories for us. And I found a story on Fox News. They do this odd news. And it's a guy by uh, Louis, uh, Louis Cassiano. And he wrote the weirdest and most bizarre crime stories of 2022. Okay. Now, there's about five. Now, what's really cool is two of them we talked about on our show this year. So, one of which was the lady that used attack bees. Yes. When, the, when she showed up and right. released them on the cops. The other one was the uh, the bride that spiked all the food with marijuana. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So there's a couple more, and uh, I'll read one. Okay. And we'll call it a day. All right. And this is really good. It's uh, an Oklahoma man allegedly killed his friend over the summer because he thought that the victim had summoned Bigfoot to kill him while they were fishing, according <laughs> to the Oklahoma State Bureau of Investigation. Oh, this is great. Larry Doyle Sanders, 53, had gone noodling, which you know what noodling oh, yes. is? It's where you, you catch the catfish with your hand. Yeah, you just stick your arm up in a hole. And then, I hope yeah. it's a fish. <laughs> what is that? You tickle its balls? <laughs> no, you like you move your fingers around hoping to bait them in. All right. Anyway. <laughs> they were in the South Canadian River when he was with his friend Jimmy Knighton when they got into a confrontation. Sanders told th- authorities... He struck and strangled Knighton. His body was found near the river the next day. Sanders allegedly told authorities that he had discovered that Knighton had intended to feed him to a Sasquatch or Bigfoot, according to the <laughs> affidavit obtained by the Oklahoman. Larry advised he believed Jimmy was trying to get away from him so that the Sasquatch could eat Larry. What La- had they been drinking? Oh, it, the drinking. Well, <laughs> they weren't noodling, they were needling. <laughs> Larry would not let Jimmy get away. Larry punched Jimmy and struck Jimmy with a stick. And Larry and Jimmy fought for an extended amount of time on the ground. I, if this goes through, people are going to start using the Bigfoot excuse <laughs> as their defense. You know, you can claim... Um, AJ tried to feed me to a mermaid. <laughs> what? I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you actually had a story. I was like, nope, no. Nope. I'm interested to hear this one. All right, I got one more. Okay. All right. A Florida teenager had his plans thwarted when he, uh, he allegedly attempted to kill a jogger so he could keep the body in a closet to fulfill his sexual fantasies. Ew. Logan Smith, 18, of Coco near Orlando, and this is, this is his supplies. He had a rubber mallet, a can of Axe body spray, a belt from a robe, 
and a sheet laid out on his driveway of his residence to assist in the plot. What? I love that he had a can of X-Bodies. Right? <laughs> like, that sounds like I'm trying to, like, spray a spider down oh. and then hit it with a mallet. He's like, once I put this on, they'll never be able to resist me. <laughs> <laughs> the defendant walked directly across the street where he hid behind a light pole. He placed the mallet. How and- skinny was that guy? Yeah. <laughs> Come on now. Anybody with this has not got to, ain't got his shit together. He placed the mallet and the axe aerosol on the ground next to him while he waited for the victim to come running down the street as he did regularly for extra exercise. I was just happy I got through regularly <laughs> and screwed up exercise. I don't say exercise a lot. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah. What he didn't count on was the fighting skills of the jogger who overpowered Smith using martial arts. <laughs> he was detained until deputies arrived. I wonder if he tied him up with his robe, his, his robe uh, belt. Investigators said Smith admitted to watching the victim's routine for about six weeks and made the decision to kill him after watching a movie that showed violent, murderous acts. So this guy obviously has some mental health issues going on here, right? He reportedly detailed he was going to kill the victim by strangulation before dragging his body into his home on the bed sheet. Nothing to see Where here. Are your neighbors. Well, I it's uh <laughs> Oh, we just got a big sheet laid across the, the with driveway. a dead guy on it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so weird. Anyway. Well, I uh I appreciate everyone that has tuned back into the show or has has found us on Spotify or uh, SoundCloud or Stitcher or wherever you listen to our show at. We greatly appreciate it. And, uh, again, we appreciate uh, uh, our buddy Kevin for doing this, all the Patreon sponsors. Uh, shout out to Amanda and Josh for putting up with this and, and allowing us <laughs> to continue this fun stuff. And uh, I will say this again. Um, there was some tragedy um, last night in the NFL game. And uh, what it did do more than anything, I think, is bring attention to the the need for mental health where making support systems available to players. Yeah. And uh, so, again, it's just another way to do that. I had two people that were really close to me in 2022 that um, basically drank themselves to death, which, in my opinion, is just a, a slow form of, of suicide. And, uh, and it's just mental health impacts all of us in some form or fashion, um, regardless if it's, uh, someone in your immediate family or, or maybe it's someone you see on television that you think a lot of. So, uh, I will say it once and I will say it again and I will say it at the end of every show. If you see someone that looks like they're struggling, uh, they probably are. Uh, so just reach out to them, ask them uh, how they're doing, stop by and see them. Uh, shoot them a letter, um, drop them an IM, whatever you want to do. But uh, sometimes it's that one little message that uh, will remind them that they're loved and they're cared about. And honestly, I think that this should go out to, even if you don't think somebody's struggling, just be freaking nice. Yeah. Because a lot of the times you don't know the people that are struggling because they hide it. Yeah. Be kind. Be kind. There you go. All right, Gibbler, I think this was a good start to 2023. The fifth year, we're coming up on our fifth birthday. That's right. And uh, I do want to make sure we get out and do this live sometime this year. So um, if you're listening to the show and you want us to come by, uh, we'll be happy to do that. Absolutely. Maybe we could go down south and do something with the uh, uh, the scoreboard guys. 
That'd be cool. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, we can. Yeah, there we go. All right, Gibbler, I guess without further ado, we will talk to them all next time. After two beers. <laughs>